Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hello, welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm your host, Joy. So grateful that you are here with me today. May is going to be such a powerful month, I think. On Mondays, we are going to do a series going through the five essential tools from the ministry Parenting for Faith. So these are the tools that they teach to parents to use to disciple their children. And I just, I love, I love them. Um, So the five tools that we are going to go over in the next few weeks. So the first one is called creating windows. The second one is called framing. And then we're going to unwind. We're going to teach our kids to chat and catch with God. I feel so British because I don't typically say chat. But it um it is a ministry out of the UK. So we chat with God. And then also the last one is called Surfing the Waves. And so I will explain each more of those as the weeks go on throughout the month. But that is where we're going. And this is such an awesome ministry. Check out their website, parentingforfaith.org. This is also the ministry that had me on their podcast a few weeks ago to talk about Bible play and uh, playfulness in discipleship. And so today we're going to start with creating windows. And really this, the idea of creating windows came from Rachel Turner, who is the founder and now grandmother of Parenting for Faith, um, She tells a story how she likes to walk down through her neighborhood and kind of peep inside some of the windows, right? We do that when we we drive by and especially if it's at night um, and you can look in the windows and see what is happening in these homes, what is happening. And so creating windows for our kids is just creating a glimpse for your children to peek and see what your relationship with God looks like. I think a huge part of Christian parenting and discipling our kids is using our own faith to do that. And that um, will give your kids an idea of what their own faith can look like. And so we create these windows so that our children can see, can visualize, can vicariously experience what a daily walk with Jesus looks like. One way to give your kids a window into your faith would be to occasionally do your your quiet time or your Bible reading 
with the door open or in a place where they can see you um, or praying out loud when you are asking for some patience. We can also help our kids understand how we make big decisions with God and and talk them through that and share with them our own stories of that. We can tell them how we have felt God walk with us in tough moments or how we enjoyed being with God on a good day and experienced his blessing. In the Parenting Children for a Life of Faith book, Rachel Turner writes, remember, these windows exist not to show our children a perfect expression of Jesus, but to allow them access to the way our lives entwine with our fathers and to show them what it looks like when that happens. It doesn't mean that your faith and your relationship with Jesus is not between just the two of you. But when we when we peek into a window of someone's house or as we drive by and especially think about Christmas time and you look in the windows and you see all the beautiful trees and whatnot, you're not seeing their whole lives. You're just getting a little glimpse. And so when we can give our children glimpse of what it looks like to daily with Jesus and all the different ways that we can invite him in to our daily lives, our kids will help to, it will help our kids to be aware of the possibilities. Another quote that I love from this chapter on creating windows is Rachel writes, our mistakes become beautiful windows that our children can. So often we want to hide our mistakes from our kids, but what if we can use those mistakes to share with our kids, um, the ways that God works through them in in us. I think that could be really powerful. And just, I think also for me, I, there is a level of intentionality and a fine line that can be easily crossed. But for me, sometimes in moments of discipline, when I am losing my patience, that is a a really good place for me to show my kids how I calm down using God and the Holy Spirit's help. And we want to be careful that we are not shaming our kids. And so we we need to be, um, again, intentional and careful with our words. We would not want to say, God, these kids are making me so angry. Help me to be patient because they are just on my last nerve. That may be a prayer you want to say in your head. That would not probably create a a great window for your kids, though. However, something along the lines more of, God, I'm feeling really impatient and I want my kids to experience you and your unconditional love and your patience through me. Please help me to reflect your patience, your kindness, and your grace to my kids in this moment. Help me to calm down. Give me the wisdom and the words to parent wisely would be something that I don't think would be shaming towards our kids. Um, but again, your kids may may not respond well to that. So 
be careful with that one and use your own judgment. But for me, I know um, if my kids don't know how to call out to God when they're hurting, when they're stressed, when they're in feeling desperate, if they haven't seen that and don't know what that looks like, how are they going to do it? Um, or even know that it can be done. And so that is part of what creating windows is about, is helping our kids have a picture, an image to envision what um, an important part Jesus plays in our lives. Because it is so easy to only pray in our heads or in our journals and to only do our quiet times alone when it's quiet because it is such an intimate relationship with Jesus. But if we can you know, just create small windows into that, it will really help our children to um, envision it and to ask questions and begin to ask questions about, mommy, why is the Bible open? Or mommy, how do you know what to read? Or how do you know what that means? How does God help you when you're sad? Or how did you know this was the right house for us? All of those things are opportunities that we can invite our kids to just observe um, what a relationship with Jesus looks like and how he, you know, is involved in our daily life. The next one goes along really well with it, and it is called framing. So basically, framing is explaining everything. And so this one, I think, is also if you are in children's ministry, uh, this works so well in a classroom, in a Sunday school classroom or in a, a kid's small group. I think this one just works um, beautifully in a children's ministry environment, but at home as well. And so a family, this is just really explaining what we are doing and why we are doing it and putting God in the center of that. Um, and so if you are praying before a meal, I mean, they may hear the words, thank you, God, but to really explain and not in a lot of words as a simple explanation of, hey, let's let's take some time to thank God for this food, you know. We are so grateful that daddy has a job that can provide for our family and so grateful that God has given us so many delicious foods to have variety and to really enjoy what we eat. And so we take a moment and say thank you to God. Or I will sometimes even, I'm buckling up my girls saying, oh, we're, you know, we're getting buckled into our car seats so that we can be safe. And, but I don't want to wear my seatbelt or I don't want to be buckled or it's not, it's too tight. That's too tight is one of my girls. But it is mommy's job to keep you safe. God gave me you as a gift to take care of and I need to keep you safe. Um, or, you know, when I'm putting my youngest to bed, I say, okay, good night. I love you. Mommy's going to go now, but God is with you. And just simple little explanations. Um, they don't need to be overly theolo theological or, you know, they don't need a lot of words, but just simple things that connect God to the everyday parts of our lives and the way he is involved. And so we're creating windows is allowing your kids to see 
your relationship with God, framing is allowing kids to see God's relationship with everything. And, you know, whether it is out in nature and we're pointing out the way God made, you know, a food chain or flowers or I have to frame quite often bees and spiders because to kids, those are just scary things, but God had a purpose for them. And so framing that and a, a quote from the book, again, Parenting Children for a Life of Faith, Rachel writes, the more we frame for our children God's place in the world, the more they will learn to engage with him and the your kids, especially as when they're younger and are just learning even what the world is and how the world works, do not necessarily know how to find God or where to find God. And so we have the privilege to point him out. Finding God in the world is not like a where's Waldo of so many things that look like God, but aren't really him. It is, it's almost the opposite, in fact, where all of the red and white stripes are God. We just need to be able to identify it and point it out to our kids and help them to see it, see him for who he really is and all of the things that he has done for what they really are and as his fingerprints. Um, framing also encourages us to 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 share stories and and not just your own, but how God is working out in the world. And so some of the scary things of the world, there's so much scariness happening right now. But we can frame frame things in a way that allow kids to see God and to see the hope and the good. You can uh, frame firemen and policemen as people that God has called to help our communities and, and framing our, you know, even our ties as ways that God has called us and invited us to, to give to a community and to the world. And there are just so many ways that we can point out God in the simple little thing. And it will help us, I think, as well to be more aware as we practice it more with our kids. And finally, framing when we're reading the Bible with our kids. And so often we read the Bible and talk about its impact on us. And what am I supposed to learn from this for my life? But when we frame our Bible stories around God and his relationship with those in the Bible, it can help our kids to see him in a new way and see how his relationship with people is unchanging and is dynamic and authentic and personal. And what is much more important and eventually more impactful on a personal faith would be, you know, David beat a giant or God loved a little boy and protected him against a giant and helped him conquer something that was big and scary. Your kids may feel like they are not David, but when we frame it with God as the hero, God is still God and God had a relationship with David and God can have and wants to have a deep and meaningful relationship with our kids as well. And 
my last favorite thing about framing is how we can use it to answer our kids' questions. And so I love Parenting for Face's take on how to answer tough questions that our kids ask. And so they have four questions that when your kids ask a tough question that you can work through together with your kids. And so here are the four four questions that we can work through together when your kid asks a tough question, say uh, a, a pet passes away or you lose a grandparent or someone is sick. Um, so it's just such a, a beautiful way of looking at this opportunity. So first question that we ask together is, what do you think? And parent asks child, what do you think? And then listen. Then you can ask, well, what do we know? And help guide them through what we know. We can use scripture. We can use our own personal experiences. But we want to guide the kids through thinking what they know. And this helps them as we practice this over and over. It helps them to then be able to struggle with and work through some of the tough things on their own. So that mom is not always the one giving answers. And then the next question is, what do we not know? And so then we can, you know, talk through those things that we don't know for sure. And then finally, how I personally handle the situation. And so what do you do with it? You know, you've had some time to look at what your kid thinks, what we know, what we don't know. And now you can share briefly how you have handled that situation or you would or you think you would um, or, you know, a similar situation. And so I feel like that sets your kids up well to be curious and ask questions, but also gives them the skills to work through those questions, especially when questions don't have an answer questions don't always have answers. So that is just a brief introduction to those two tools and then the questions um, for answering a hard question tool within the framing tool. Um, But I just love these. And next week, we are going to be looking at unwinding and That is a fun one. And so um, we'll talk about that. And it's all about views of God. But I'm so excited to um, just continue to look at these tools together. They're so helpful. And Parenting for Faith recognizes um, the role, the the powerful role. And um, they use the Deuteronomy verse that I love and and cling to for my parenting, uh, Deuteronomy 6 verses 4 through 9 as well. And so I just encourage you to check them out and also me on their podcast a few weeks ago. So mamas, this week I want you to play by inviting your kids into something you're doing with God. How do you like to enjoy God? Maybe it's Bible journaling. Maybe you drink your coffee with God and listen to the Bible. Invite your kids into it. You might have to do a little bit of setup. 
maybe you give them a book and a little mug of hot cocoa um, while you drink your tea or coffee while you and read Bible. But invite your kids in and um, playfully find a way to create a window this week. I would love to hear how you are doing that. Share it with me in email or a DM on Facebook, Instagram. Um, but I would love to see pictures or hear about that. And on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. Bye. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.